0: Hey everyone, this is Battleaxe from the SOG crew and I wanted to share that Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything that you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. On Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more platforms, you can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Mandatory call to action. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Today, this is our episode one Uh, You're listening to the SOG Crew Bible study and podcast episode one. We're doing a Bible study on civility from a biblical perspective. Our episode one is titled The Golden Rule. You got to understand the golden rule is the basic principle that should always be followed to ensure success. I want you guys out there, whether you're in ministry, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're young parents, a uh, young married couple, whether you're, uh, whatever it is that you're doing, I want you to be successful, whether you're an advocate, whether you work for the community, whether you're a teacher, whether whatever it might be that you are involved in, I want you to be successful in the name of Jesus. And And to assure that success, I'm gonna teach you so that way you can leave this Bible study as the teacher. You're here as a student today, and I want you to gather different opinions. I I don't want you to just have one, be one dimensional with one opinion, but I want you to have many different opinions. When you end this message, when you start preaching the message of civility in the name of Jesus, according to the word of God, I want you to have different perspectives, different revelations that you can give a whole seminar, uh, a two week seminar on just nothing but revelations and messages on the message of civility. I want you to be able to do that. God bless, God bless you, Pastor, all our people from Victory Outreach. Thank you uh, for investing in me years ago. That's the message of civility, to do what th- you would want in your life. And Pastor Vico, senior pastor up in Los Angeles, I remember you were my uh, home director when I was at the Victory Outreach men's home in Anaheim, and you taught me civility. You, you did what nobody else would do, and I appreciate you for that. So thank you, Pastor. Let's get into the word. Matthew chapter seven, starting with verse 12. Today we're talking about civility. Let me turn this down a little bit. I welcome you wherever you're at, whether you're on your desktop, computer, mobile, phone, Android, iPhone, uh, whatever you're on, whether you're at school, you're at work, or you're at home, you're in the car, or whatever you might be, you might be listening uh, pretty soon. Once this podcast is activated, I will give you the links to, uh, it's going to be on Spotify. It's going to be on iTunes, podcast, uh, Google podcast, and all kinds of platforms. So today we're going to have it on Facebook and I'll let everybody know when we transition to our podcast in the name of Jesus. Matthew chapter seven, starting with verse 12. God bless you guys. It says, therefore, all things whatsoever, you would that men should do to you do even to them for this is the law. everybody say this is the law, this is the commandment and this is the prophet. So whatever it says therefore all things, everybody say therefore the word therefore means this is suitably this is this is something that is correct. I want you to be correct. When you walk into school, I want you to be correct. When you when you try to go get a job, I want you to be correct. When you finally start courting a woman or you young women, you start courtship with young men or whatever it might be that you're doing, but I want you to know that this is suitable right here. This is the proper way, the correct way. The Bible is talking about Jesus as he's, uh, he went up to the mountain and as everybody was, the multitudes were drawn to him. He starts preaching the message of uh, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for they shall be filled. Blessed are the poor. You know, he started giving them all kinds of information and principles to live on and to stand on. And in that message as well is the message of the golden rule. I want you to be successful. I want you to apply these principles of the golden rule. It's biblical. Therefore, all things whatsoever you would want men to do. Some of you, you want to be treated correctly. Some of you want to be, uh, you know, you want people to treat you right. Therefore, all things. This is, God is saying, I want you to apply this Matrix Maria, in all things. I want you to apply this principle when you're dealing with children, when you're dealing with your spouse. I want you to apply this principle in all things, in a little bit of everything, individually, in everything. I want you to apply this in the community. I want you to apply this in the unified school districts. I want you to apply this same principle when you're dealing with immigration, when you're dealing with agriculture, when you're dealing with the international. Uh, community when you're dealing with the local community with our uh state government when you're talking about the federal government when you're talking about our united states territories incorporated or unincorporated in alaska and puerto rico and american samoa and the virgin islands and guam and i want you to apply this principle right here therefore all things whatsoever that you would want men to do do even unto them. You want people to treat you correctly. You want people to be, uh, to treat you true, to be honest with you. Then when it comes to our personal lives, whether people are watching us, whether people are around us, whether we're on the microphone, whether we're on the Facebook live, whether we're being on the podcast, whether we're being interviewed, whether we're in the dark where nobody can see us, are we treating people Jay Bizzle from Colorado Springs, Mijente Crew, SOG Crew member. Are we treating people consistently, correctly? The word consistently means in every case or every situation. Are you treating people according to the golden rule in every situation? When you're cut off in the street, on the highway, when they cut you off, when you go and and maybe somebody doesn't agree with your skin color. Maybe they don't agree with your ethnicity. Maybe they don't agree with your religion. Maybe they don't agree where, where you come from. Maybe you're from California or Colorado and people don't agree with you. It's okay. It says, therefore all things whatsoever. The word whatsoever means as high, as far, as great, the same way that you want people to walk far for you or run far for you or or invest far or or do great things for you. Apostle Horton, the same way that we want people to do great things for us and invest in us and mentor us and give, are we willing to invest? Are we willing to, to give? Are we willing to go into those strangers that don't know us and invest in them? because we might be entertaining angels. Whatsoever that you would do to men, do you even to them, for this is the law. This is our custom in the United States. Maybe we might have forgotten Mandy Large and all our people from the Ute Nation, Fort Duchesne, Utah, that just texted me right now. The law is the custom it's the commandments that are approved by God God has approved this when you when you work with the international community just about every country other than the United States of America they apply this golden rule that's in the Bible in Matthew chapter 7 verse 12 they they apply this everywhere around the world but you won't know that unless you're involved in the international community and you get a broader, wider view when it comes to the golden rule. And I want us to to have that attitude because years ago, uh, if you remember the civil rights movement, uh, people couldn't vote, people had to sit, people of color had to sit in the back of the the bus. They couldn't just go to any school. Uh, Different ethnicities couldn't just marry people. They couldn't go into restaurants and they were considered second-class citizens. And that's when people started activate or uh, advocating with the civil rights movement, saying enough is enough. It's all about equality. It's all about equal rights. So we have to ask ourselves in ministry, I'm talking to the body of Christ right now. We're talking about a biblical perspective When we're dealing with people, do we see them as human, as equal? Do we see them, regardless of what type of revelation they might have scripturally, do we see them as humans? When we're dealing with the the homeless Des Lewis, do we see them as human? I'm very proud of this civility message that has been imparted to me because here's an example of civility for me. I'm involved in politics. I'm involved in entertainment. I'm involved in Hollywood. I'm involved in just about every single Native American community in the country. I'm a liaison, I'm a state political liaison for California, or party. I'm a liaison for other things. Uh, I'm involved in so many different, different things. And it's like, in all these different ways, I have to, find the need in everything. I have to see where the need is at because let's go, for example, Isaiah chapter 55, starting with verse eight, it says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways, your ways, saith the Lord, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts, because in our mentality, we could sit here and say, this is good for that homeless man. So this is what. I'm gonna give and invest to that homeless man. And God might say, that's not my way. And so the point is when I go to Hawaii, I have to go and study Hawaii so I know the need. When I go to the East Coast, I have to understand what that need is. It's not the same as Hawaii. When I work with the low rider community, Junior and Jessica from Jesus uh, Jesus's Lord Car Club, it's a different need. So I have to shift civility a whole different way in my approach and my strategy can't be the same. When I work with the international community with Kenya and Uganda and Trinidad and, and Argentina and all these different nations and I advise and mediate, civility has to turn different. It's different from the United States. When I work in East LA, it's different. When I work in the jails and the prisons, it's it's a different strategy. So. I can't go with an attitude like I know it all, but I have to go with an attitude like I'm here to learn. So that way I can listen to your opinions. I can listen to your input. I can listen to where you're coming from. I wanna know how to be effective. So in order for me to understand and impart this message of civility, I have to know what I'm talking about. I have to listen. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are my ways your ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts your thoughts. You gotta understand like this, this is how I see it. Years ago, when my wife and I went into escrow to buy our first home, I made an a commitment to God that I was going to be a homeless man, that I was going to wander the streets and preach Jesus in the parks and everywhere 24 seven. That was, that was it. And I honestly thought it was going to be about a month and it lasted like a year and a half. And I I became like a father of the homeless and they became part of my family and I loved them. I fell in love, but I seen it different and applying civility. I didn't just see them as homeless, but I, I, other things opened up to me. All of a sudden, I seen the issues of the homeless, but I also seen that there was homeless veterans. I seen that there was homeless families that had issues. Then I seen that there was homeless men and women that were running from the law. And in that same time, I seen that there was homeless students issues the highest here in california of homeless students so the point is if i would have went in there and preached the message of civility like i knew it all i would have missed it that there was actually issues with homeless students and issues with homeless families issues with homeless veterans issues and instead of going and, and and I'm Pastor Rob and I'm I'm Evangelist Robert or I'm Battle Axe from the SOG crew I'm SOG crew my strategy was just to go and to to be quick to hear slow to speak slow to anger mark chapter 12 starting with verse 29 says, and Jesus answered him. The first of all the commandments is hear O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. I want you to understand that God tonight is giving us a charge. That God tonight is giving us a marching orders tonight. I want to encourage all those people out there that were like me that did Bible clubs in all the high schools. And you know, a lot of times we would do Bible clubs and it's just like, okay, five kids in there, eight kids in there, two kids in that Bible club all over the country. Praise God. You got to be faithful with that. But when you Preach the message of civility as a Christian representative. It opens up doors for you to have dialogue, communication with other groups and other ethnicities and other uh, faith-based groups. And it allows you to come together. Yes, you might not come together in the name of Jesus, but you do come together for a cause uh, for religious beliefs. And along the way, you make friends because the dialogue has been opened and you're allowed to communicate with people. And recently, the last couple years, anytime that there's a murder in LA, the nation of Islam will come to speak to the community, the African-American community. And whenever there's a murder gang related with the Hispanic, Mexican-American, Latino community, then I would go. And you have to have a dialogue. You have to have communication because you're out there, you're out there with different religious groups. These guys out there just lost their homie. So their family member just got murdered, just got shot. They want to retaliate some of these guys from the gangs. They want to retaliate and go kill people. You have to come together in civility under the golden rule and say, brother, I don't know it all. I know you guys are upset that your homie got killed that your cousin, your little baby brother got killed. I know you're upset that that pregnant woman, your sister got shot and killed when she was eight months pregnant. But I'm coming in civility to say, brother, I'm here to give you, I'm here to, to whatever you need. I'm here to give you a shoulder, lean on me. When you're not strong, Keviana, I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on for It won't be long till I'm gonna need somebody to lean on. Mark chapter 12, 29 says, Jesus said unto him, the first of all the commandments is hear. I want you to hear family. Hear what the spirit has to say to the church out there. Hear means be empowered to understand. I want you to hear, to give an ear to a teacher so that when you leave, you have your opinion so that you can be the new teacher. Okay, Verse 30 says, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. This is the first commandment. The first thing that we need to do is we need to love God with everything, with all our understanding, with all our intelligence, with all our prayer life. We need to understand that God is asking us to love him with our entire soul, with our desires and our feelings, with everything that you can, with everything that we have, our thoughts, the way we think. God is saying, I want you to love me with everything that you think, with all your ability and all your force and all your strength, and all your might verse 31 says and the second is like this namely this you shall love your neighbor as yourself there is no other commandment greater there's no other commandment larger there's no other commandment that is stronger there's no 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 principle that is older than this one this is it And United States of America and all my fellow Americans, I don't care what color you are. I don't care how young or old you are. I don't care if you like hip hop music. I don't care if you love country. I don't care if you're from the South. I don't care if you're from Colorado Springs and you love Dubai rims. We have to love God with everything that we have. And then we need to love our neighbors and our friends. And the people that we meet daily in our daily social lives, we need to, we need to honor them. Honor all men. You know, I've been applying this principle everywhere I go, I go to McDonald's and I'm honoring, uh, the person that's taking my order. I, and I say, and, and they're down, uh, uh, hi, how are you? Good man. I just wanted to say great job. You, Thank you. Thank you for taking my order. You did excellent. Tell your manager, that Dr. Robert Ornelas, former presidential candidate is giving you a good review. You're killing it. You're showing people that they have value. When when you, when you walk, do you open the door and look them in the eye and say, have a great day. I want you to have a blessed day today, ma'am. Thank you for opening the door. Have an amazing day today. I value you. I want you to know Kaviana from the Crow Agency in Montana, in the great state of Montana, living in Billings. I honor you, my niece, daughter. And the second is like this, namely this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Are you loving God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength? Are you applying the golden rule so that you can have success by doing unto others what you would want done to yourself? Are you willing to to go the extra mile? Are you willing to, to jump higher? Are you willing to swim farther? Are you willing to just invest like never before? Because we need people to invest in us. I need somebody to mentor me. I need somebody to to give into my bosom. I need somebody that's gonna bless me. I need somebody that's gonna uh, give me a shoulder to lean on. I really do. But as I'm crying out for that lifelong friend, as I'm crying out for help, am I willing to help? Am I willing to go the extra mile? Ruby Martinez, that's civility. Civility is to be kind and courteous and to have table manners. But today in this episode, one of our SOG crew, Bible study and podcast episode one, we're talking about the golden rule. And I know a lot of people, they know of this golden rule, but there's a lot of people that don't know the golden rule. And before we get to our next message, before we go to that next level as a whole, as a complete body, I want my little brothers and my little sisters to catch up right now and to understand civility. You might be going to the schools and all of a sudden the doors are shutting on your Bible clubs. I want to give you a new way and a new approach so that new doors can open up. Especially when you live in California, a liberal state like ours, or a liberal state like Illinois, very liberal where they're anti-conservatism, they're anti- morality. We have to speak different and we have to understand that God is opening up doors God bless you, Renee, God is giving us a dialogue and in that dialogue is an open window of heaven so that we could communicate. I'm seeing Muslims and Christians communicate. I'm living it in LA with the nation of Islam. Do I serve their God? No, I don't, but Are they human beings? Yes, they are. And we have to honor all men, according to our word of God. God bless you, Brother Peter, Vincent, Ortega, God bless you guys out there. Today we're talking about the golden rule, Ruby Martinez. Matthew chapter seven, verse 12 says, therefore all things whatsoever you would want that men should do to you, do even so to them for this is the law and this is the prophets. You wanna be, uh... that's how I can tell when, when people are true prophetic. People that are really inspired by God. People that are moved by the spirit of God as a, as a spokesperson, as an oracle of God. This is how I can tell when people are not false and people are genuine and authentic man of God, prophetic office, office of the prophet of God, is when they're preaching the civility message because this is the law and the prophets. Anybody talking about future events inspired by God? God told me in a dream, God said, I'm inspired by the Holy Spirit. Okay, what's the word? In that word, it has to talk about civility, about reaching out to the lost and doing to them what we would want done for us when we were lost. To give them, to give back. And this is gonna be our new message for the United States of America for us to be effective. Because like I said, I go into all these different unified school districts, they don't wanna hear about suicide intervention anymore. They don't want to hear about anti-bullying anymore. They don't want to hear about gang prevention anymore. They don't want to hear that anymore. They want to hear, what are you going to do about it? Okay, I'm going to teach on honor. I'm going to teach mentorship. I'm going to teach on civility and respect and teaching these kids how to have table manners so that they could arise and shine for thy light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon him. That's how we're going to be able to tell when the next generation is inspired by the Holy spirit, when they start preaching messages about doing the others, the way they want to be treated right now, one of my biggest things that I'm crying out for right now is for the Native American community because I'm tired of ethnicities being considered second class citizens to this day. So I'm applying civility in my home, teaching teaching my children to respect their mother. I'm teaching civility in my community by honoring my neighbors and those that I meet daily. I'm teaching my state of California civility because I have to go to Sacramento on Thursday to be a liaison for the American Independent Party as I speak in front of the Republicans, the Democrats, the Green Party, the Peace and Freedom uh, Federation, As, as we, as I speak to in front of all these different parties, I'm preaching the message of civility and morality and ethics. As I'm traveling from state to state and I see what we have in common, as far as issues go in every state of our union in the United States of America, I'm looking at it from the lens of civility. As I travel to the South Pacific and I work with Hawaii and I'm working with unincorporated native Americans of American Samoa, and I'm encouraging governments. I'm talking to them from civility. I'm talking to them out of the scripture of chapter Matthew, chapter seven, verse 12. Lord, we love you, mighty God. Are you willing to produce for those around you? You want people to produce for you, but are you willing to produce? Are you willing to manufacture and build for others? Are you willing to, to construct for others? Are you willing to, to be an author or a father for others, Jabez we need people to father us and we need people to take our ideas JBiz and to father our ideas but at the same time Bernice there's people under us that need that have ideas that have no resources they have ideas but they don't have the connections are we willing to father those ideas are we willing to help them to build on their ideas on their prized idea their lifelong work I want people right now, right now, there's countries and governments and kings that are helping me with my Nobel Prize for Peace Award project that I'm working on that we will be submitting February 2020. And I need senators, I need kings, I need governments to endorse us on this project, right? I have a need, I have the music, I have the the written, I have the examples, I have the data, I have lifelong 20 years of data information that I'm gonna prove that we can stop wars through music. And I have a need because I need governments to endorse me. But am I willing to endorse people? Am I willing to ordain people? Am I willing to stand up right now and commission people to advance to be greater than us right now? Am I willing to invest and pray for people and be a covering over them right now? Am I willing to vouch for people right now and confirm that these are men of God and women of God? I need, I have all this need. We're going through new open doors and they don't know me in American Samoa. God does though. And, and these men, these human beings, God is putting it on their hearts to open doors for us. But am I willing to treat other human beings the same way and endorse them and appoint them and select them and, and take time with them and invest information and knowledge and wisdom and to let them know my examples right now of what it took to get where I'm at? Am I willing to do that? I am. And my prayer is that you do as well. That you apply this word. Try it all day tomorrow, I pray. That tomorrow that you'll go up to people and you'll just say, Hey, good morning. And they're going to be like, Huh? Nobody's ever told me good morning. What are you talking about? I see you as a blessing. You have so much value on you. I value you. The other day I was in Indianapolis. I got off the bus and I was thinking about one of my friends, Jeff Gibbs, who's one of our mixing engineers that just got caught up. His, his wife had died and he kind of lost it. And his mother has been messaging me to be in agreement with her for her son that I love, that she loves. And I was standing there downtown Indianapolis and I was weeping for my friend. I was like, man, Jesus. And I was crying for my friend. And tears were rolling down my eyes. I just got off the bus crying. And all of a sudden a young lady passed by me And she said, don't cry, God loves you. And I looked at her, she didn't know me for anything. And I told her, wow, thank you so much for your kindness. I needed that. Are we willing to do the same thing? Are we willing to encourage the stranger or or not, when new people come into your circles, are you the first one to welcome them or no? I know how it feels to go into new circles and nobody know me. If you know me, you'll know that when I go into events, I literally, I shake every single person's hand in that arena. Women, children, men, young and old, babies, I kiss them. They don't know me and I'm loving on them. I'm letting them know, Adam, when I go out there to Fruitland with the Navajo Nation, I hug on everybody, they don't even know me. And then they'll see me go up and speak and they're in shock. That guy right there, that guy that sang that song, Jerusalem. He took three minutes, five minutes of his time to, to pray for me. I didn't know that he was the keynote speaker. I didn't know that that was the one that the rap group that came from California. Havel. I just want you to know out there, brother Adam and all our Navajo nation that we love you. And I'm grateful for everybody out there. If I've worked with you and you guys have been kind and you've opened up your showers, you've opened up your couches, you've got us that that hotel room, that buffet, that fry bread. Thank you guys, man. Today's message is civility from a biblical perspective the golden rule and we know that the golden rule literally is the goal, is the global standard people i want you to continue in faith continue in in your christianity and your continue walking with jesus i want you to just pray right now for an interfaith dialogue, meaning you're not afraid to talk to the Hindus. I don't want you to be afraid to talk to Muslims. I don't want you to be afraid with the Jehovah's Witness come knocking at your door. Don't be scared when the Mormons come to you. Talk to them. Say hi. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, do you know, I don't, I never heard that, but you know what, I love Jesus. And my word says to love my neighbors. So I just wanna say, I love you. I love you, Adam Baca. I love your family. I've always loved your family. Bernice, I loved you and your family since I was a kid. Since I first met you, I probably was like 17 years old. Bernice, maybe younger. Fullerton, California in the house. And you've always been kind to me. One year, Bernice, you know, I was young and you had a a New Year's party at your house, in your mom's house. And my sister went with all her friends. And I remember that night, I passed out. And and we were in the world, we didn't know God, but I passed out. And that night, some people that didn't like me, they came looking for me at your house to kill me. And I never told you, thank you for protecting me. Thank you for having my back. I never told you that. Thank you for hiding me. Thank you for having civility and doing what nobody else probably would have done. Who knows where I would have been right now, Bernice, if you would have let them come into the house. I never never shared that with anybody. So thank you, Bernice, for protecting me, for guarding me like a sister. When I was vulnerable, I was passed out. And I know this, I don't know how we came up with that, but you kind of surprised me to be on here. So I just wanted to share that publicly, that when we were kids, you protected me. I know. Let's pray, guys. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus, so much. We praise you, Mighty God. Thank you for bringing friends, Mighty God, that, that use that message of civility, Mighty God, when when I didn't even know what it meant, mighty God. Thank you for bringing friends that protected me, mighty God. We love you, Jesus. Father, I pray, mighty God, that that you raise up the United States of America, mighty God, to to stand on the golden rule, mighty God, according to your word in Matthew chapter seven, verse 12, mighty God. That this country, mighty God, would be recognized as a nation, not divided, mighty God, but united, mighty God. And that we would all be equal, with equal rights and full-blown equality in the name of Jesus, the rights to vote, the rights, the right to marry who we want the right to work wherever we want the right to buy a home wherever we want. We love you, Jesus. We love you, mighty God. We're gonna be putting this up on podcast because God gave me a vision. You know, when Nipsey Hussle died, that really opened up my eyes because I'm doing good. I'm giving back to communities. I'm a hip hop artist. I'm I'm feeding people. I'm giving people work. And I started thinking and God was talking to me And I said, God, if that were to happen to me, what am I going to leave my children? What, five albums? Amazing accomplishments? A home? Their own? But you tell me, Lord, what is greater than that that I could leave if that were to happen to me? Where can I leave my children, mighty God, if that happens to me? And the Lord said, start a podcast so that you could leave your children principles so that they could hear your voice so that they could know what to do and how you saw civility in 2019 during the season that the world was in at that time. So Jacob and Joshua and Robbie And J5 and Charisma and Desi, if you could hear me, all my nephews and nieces and my, if you could hear me, just know that. We stood for civility. Just know that we stood for civility, to be civil when people don't agree with Trump. That we chose to be civil in the midst of rumors of wars. That we chose to be civil in the midst of fighting In the midst of liberal, conservative debates, we chose to be civil in 2019. And we chose to do it for the Lord Jesus. And we chose to do this for our kids and our kids' kids. And we chose to do this for our fellow Americans to turn our country right side up We love you, mighty God. Praise you, Jesus. Te damos gracias, Señor. Praise you, mighty God. I praise you, mighty God. I pray, mighty God, that, that you would loosen revival on our country and that people would start treating people as equal, regardless of the religion that, they, that they're in, regardless of the skin color or their ethnicities or their gender. Help us, mighty God. Help us to be human, mighty God, and to love on our humans all around us and our neighbors, mighty God whether they're on the reservation, whether they're in prison right now, mighty God, whether they're in the hospital or whether they're free. Help us mighty God with the golden rule. I beg you, Jesus, hear our prayer Hear our cry, mighty God. Help us to teach our children to love you with everything and to love our neighbors, mighty God, as ourselves, welcoming them to our communities. Amen. I receive that Bernice I love you guys man if anybody has a prayer request right now let me know bless you in the name of Jesus you guys are blessed you're blessed going in blessed going out Ruby you're blessed Carlos is blessed all right guys On behalf of the entire SOG crew, you're listening to the SOG crew Bible study and podcast episode one. We're doing a a whole study on civility and today's message is the golden rule, Jay Bizzle from Colorado Springs. I love you, man. Tell the kids we love them. I'll be in Colorado Wednesday, May 1st through Saturday, May 4th. So I look forward to seeing you guys, hanging out with you guys. I'm gonna be with Ruby Martinez. We're gonna be in the schools. We're gonna be at the Salvation Army. We're gonna be at the Boys and Girls Club. Keep me in prayer, bro. Oppositions hitting me from all sides. You're blessed. You're blessed. Keisha Adams and all our Apaches from San Carlos, Arizona. We bless you. The golden rule, Martinez, Ruby Martinez, the golden rule, straight up. You want to be successful, you want to have a successful ministry, successful music career. You want above that, you want a, a successful relationship with God, a successful family life do to others the way you want to be treated guys. Simple. When I started ministry, I didn't come from a prestige place. I didn't come from a a background that everybody knew us. I just knew how to treat people and everybody treated us bad. A lot of people treated us bad actually, but we treated people the way we wanted to be treated and not how people treated us. Uh, yeah, you, you got gap teeth, I love you. You're gonna be like your uncle's in prison. Oh, you're, gonna, you're gonna be away for life. God bless you, I love you and your children. You're no good, you can't rap. I love you, I bless you. Everything I do is for God and for you. Everything I do is for God and for you, Ruby and Carlos, and Dez's mom. Everything I do is for God, my family, and for the Adams family from San Carlos, Arizona. I love you guys out there, right? Amen.